Yay. <laughs> Vietnam. <laughs> we just recorded for about 10 minutes <laughs> before we realized we weren't recording. So but we're back at it, baby. Taking it from the top. <laughs> back at it. Doing it live. Um, what are we talking about today? We <laughs> There are some fucking crazy topics on here I that know, I can't wait to get we're to. We're so crazy. But the first one that I wanted. You're so crazy. <laughs> The first one that I wanted to do, just knock it out real quick. Uh, you put birthday meal on this. What'd you have for your birthday? Uh, so for my birthday, my uh, there's been this meal that is famous in my family. It's something that I often request. Uh, it's my mom's teriyaki marinated uh, New York strip steak, which fancy. sounds very fancy, very fancy, very bougie. Like, man, I can't believe she buys New York strip steak for us and then ruins it with teriyaki <laughs> sauce. Um, but it's so good. Uh, I went camping recently with my friends and I was yes. like, guys, I want to make you my mom's teriyaki New York strip steak because we always make a big, stupid steak. And I was like, yes. maybe we don't go big and stupid this time. We just have normal sized steaks, but make them taste really tasty. Um, Coat them in sugar and salt. Basically. <laughs> <an> MSG. <laughs> in liquid uh, form. <laughs> Let's take steaks, but make them black before we cook them. <laughs> um, but uh, I was at Costco, which is where she gets them, and I see New York Strip in the, in the, in the fridge section, and it definitely wasn't New York Strip. <laughs> it was... I, I'm looking at the New York Strip, and I'm like, those are full-ass steaks, and what we got are, like, strips of meat, and then a couple a couple meats over to the left is this thing called flap meat, <laughs> which looks an awful lot like what my mom always buys. So I FaceTimed her. I'm like, hey, what is the name of the meat you get when you make the teriyaki steak thing? And she's like, I'm pretty sure it's New York Strip. And I showed her that's New York Strip. <laughs> and we both know that that's not what we eat. And she's like, actually, I guess I never knew what the name was. And then I showed her flat meat. And I'm like, is it flat meat? <laughs> she's like, that doesn't ring a bell at all. <laughs> and I'm looking at it thinking, that's exactly what we eat. <laughs> uh, so I took a risk. I got the flat meat. I marinated it for 24 hours, cooked it up. It was delicious. As I was eating it, I'm like, this is it. Apparently, I've been telling people for years that my mom makes me this beautiful teriyaki New York Strip. And it's fucking flat meat. <laughs> it's gooey, saucy. <laughs> flat meat from the bloop bloops yeah. <laughs> um but it was delicious so as kind of like a tongue-in-cheek thing uh. for my birthday i just asked for steak uh she got me new york strip from Costco, really? actual, actual new york strip cooked them up normal way on the grill my sister cooked them actually just salt and pepper grill rare um with mushrooms and onions brussels sprouts then my sister made uh, garlic mashed potatoes that were 50-50 potatoes and mashed cauliflower, which were super, super good. Um, and then for dessert, I'm done with cake. My friendship with cake is over. And my new best friend is chocolate chip cookies and vanilla ice cream that I make into a little sandwich by scooping the ice cream onto the cookie and then putting another cookie on top and then licking it like a wheel uh, that's running on my tongue. Uh, and it's delicious. I had a couple uh, hard ciders. I think I watched some football with my dad and my sister's boyfriend. Football, huh? You're think, a football guy, yeah? No, it was just on. Okay. It was just being one of the boys, you know? Uh, but it was, it was just a real fun time. It was a it was a good birthday. And I always, I take my birthday off every year. It's like one of the first vacation days I request at work. I don't. It's just like I refuse to work on my birthday. I don't think I do. You gotta. It's I know I do. It's really nice. <laughs> you just, you like wake up and you're like, man, I got nothing to go on, n- nothing to do today. Let me toss on... Revenge of the Sith or something. <laughs> Just fucking jam out, watch some Star Wars, play some video games, go for a bike ride, and go to my parents' house for some steak. 
That's a good. That's a good time. It's pretty good. And then I want to talk about how you and I haven't had steak or food together in a while, and it's like one of these days we will be friends and we will go out and eat together. Because <laughs> we aren't friends right now. Well, it just had no, no, no. That's not what I said. I'm just saying we haven't done the other part of friendship, which is going out to eat together, <laughs> which is not uploading our friendship to the internet. <laughs> Uh, we haven't gone out to eat in a long we haven't had a date in a while exactly i do miss you know they say you got to keep dating your friends (laughs) date your wife date your friends the last time we ate together i think was when you came over for the colorado game oh yeah and we got that turkish place that was pretty good that was the lebanese or something maybe turkish i don't know but yeah that was really good i i mean yeah i'm down what are you doing this weekend last hockey season yeah that was two hockey seasons ago. Oh my gosh, was, was it? That was when Colorado won and Vegas won last year. Oh my gosh, that was two. Have yeah. we really not? <laughs> no, we. When was ninety nine? We went to ninety nine that one time. That, that was <laughs> that was COVID. That was COVID. Oh yeah, we wore masks in there because we um, worked together. Yep. Uh, there was Red Robin. That was before that. That was a long time that ago. That was a long time ago. It has been a while. Uh, when I drove you up to the Cape. And we oh, got, hey, we got Duncan and then that's Fish true. on the way. Oh, but yeah, that may have cool. been before the hockey night. <laughs> I think it was I had, before the hockey night. I think it has been that was, a while. I think I owe you a date. It's <laughs> been a while. I owe you a date. We got let's let's we both we're both busy people. We're very busy people. We're very busy people. Um yeah, let's let's plan something. There's been a lot of Baldur's Gate on the on the schedule. You know, it, it takes up time. We're it busy. Sure does. Both of us, we're busy. I've had this whole week off and I haven't played nearly as much Baldur's Gate as I deserve. That's a good thing why okay because sometimes you got to take the needle out okay sometimes <laughs> don't leave it in sometimes just take it out and put it down and walk away from it uh i think by the time i get home tonight my fiance will have beaten the game three times oh my gosh yeah sure. she's got multiple needles in she she played she got me <laughs> chase the dragon you're so close um she she played her first playthrough just organic did whatever she wanted to that's the best way to do it romance to Sterion. fuck him then she played dark urge oh uh, the one where you have a something going on in your mind that makes you want to do evil things but she tried to do she tried to not she did organic dark urge okay so pretty much organic again but she had this like kind of darkness in her mind yeah Yeah. um romance to (sighs) Sterion. And then she wanted to do Dark Urge full villain. So she's playing bad. She's just giving in to the Dark Urge. Romance to Sterion. And now she is actively doing Dark Urge, but as good as possible. Like trying as hard as she can to snuff out the Dark Urge. She really likes Dark Urge, huh? She she claims that it's it's the same story you get with the normal Baldur's Gate, but your character is so much more interesting because of the Dark Urge. Because you have this like inner battle. Ah, uh, okay. I can and see that. And it adds the most like personal story. Like there are quests and like cutscenes and stuff like that that you don't get with any other way that you build your character. Okay. Also, I've heard that playing as one of the pre-made characters like Asterion or Lazel um, is super underrated. I accidentally fucked up because I, um, spoiler for the first part of Baldur's Gate 3, this just happened uh, two nights ago. I I have like four characters and I was playing on my single character, my single player character that I don't play with anybody else. And I was at the Druid Enclave, yeah. Enclave with the gate, 
with Manthara. Yeah. And Manthara is like, hey, open the gate for me. And with my character, I say, no, these people are under my protection. And she goes, I'm going to kill you. And I go, bring it, bitch. <laughs> I accidentally... <laughs> I accidentally blew the horn to rally with Shadowheart. And when Shadowheart does it, there is no option. Shadowheart's only option is, um, yes, I'll slit all their throats. So she gave this evil smile over to Zevlar. And Zevlar goes, you traitor. You'll kill us all. And I went, no, 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 no. Which is funny because Shadowheart, the character, would hate me for doing that. Yeah. So that's I just so weird. It's so weird. It's interesting. So weird. Very weird. But yeah, so I was like, oh, that's different. Okay, so these okay. I didn't even have an option compared to my character, which yeah. did, so that's different. Okay. That is that is very interesting. I, I fucked up some things. There's just like the way I interpret some of the dialogue options, I'm like, that's that's probably what I would say. And it turns out that nobody liked that. Yeah. <laughs> that was the evil thing to do. And now you're on a very different path in the story. Yeah. So I've had to like I've had to reload a couple saves. It's also, it's also so different because each of my characters are, are, none of them are the same. I have a drow. I have a, a, a wood elf. I have a, the Gith. A, the Gith. Like, I have all these different characters. And that's also cool because it's so different. People react differently to me. Yeah. Like, I am so glad we did this by accident. My friend JC and I, who I play with, I was uh, my Gith <laughs> and I was walking down. And again, a spoiler, but... Um, it's when you first run into the Gith patrol with a dragon. Yeah. And we are so lucky I initiated the dialogue as a Gith. <laughs> yeah. Because they were like, ah, fellow Gith, how are you? And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. And like the dragon was right. Cool the, dragon you yeah, have there. Cool. That's a great dragon. What a beautiful dragon. Yeah. Like, yeah. Thank you. Keep being a Gith. I will. Thank you. And I was like, if your little halfling ass showed up and yeah. started talking to them, they would have fucking eaten you. Like, goddamn. It is. That is a. I had that conversation, and I'm a half elf, and I didn't have Lazel with me at the time, and it was a that was a tightrope walk. It's a dicey to not conversation. Get eaten by a dragon. Yeah. It's a dicey conversation. Yeah. Oh and God, while so I was talking, uh, <laughs> my, my friend was like scanning the dragon. He was like, please pass this dialogue because we're not going to survive this yeah. at all i honestly i don't know what happens if you fail or do something that they don't like but i don't think you get in a fight with them because it would just they would just steamroll you yeah the dragon would just go ah, and yeah. then you'd all be dead, you'd be dead. <laughs> so you'd be de so who knows yeah but oh man the game is so good there is one there was one big decision you make uh, at the end of Act 2. I'm like, not there tra yet. Transitioning into Act 3. I won't say what it is, but I interpreted one of the dialogue options wrong, and I did a thing that I my character shouldn't have done, but then I looked up what the repercussions were of it, and there are pros and cons, and the pros were pretty fucking sweet. Okay. <laughs> and the cons were like, eh, this person won't like it. And I was like, ah. It's not on par with the character, but now I know that how like jacked my character is you know, because of this thing I did. I'm just gonna keep it. Yeah. Um, Gotta go with it. There is a like physical, visible reminder that I did this thing. I'm like, Ugh. see, <laughs> I wish I didn't have to see that. I don't look up anything, so yeah. everything is completely like, what the fuck? What the what? what? Like everything. And are you just living with your actions of yes. like if you do something that you accidentally wouldn't have done or something like that, you just plow through. Um, if we ruin the goal that we had in mind, no, we'll reload. Okay. Yeah. yeah so yeah. if it's like, like he'll accidentally do something and I'm like, why did you do that? <laughs> he actually, I, he actually just did this. He did something. It was the bad choice. And I went, why did you, 
I selected the option to choose. He's like, I know, but like I read the, I was reading top to bottom and then I read something that I would, I want, I, like I would say. So I hit it. I didn't realize there were other ones that were good. And I was like, there were four options for dialogue. Why <laughs> did you stop the second at two? One and said, That's cool. Yeah. And just hit it. Yeah. I went, don't fucking do that. And he was like, okay, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. That I, I had that in our little game that we've been playing that we played once, <laughs> but you played once without me. But, um, the there was the that when we were freeing Lazel, I, I yeah. misinterpreted that dialogue option. Well, it was also I said, "Hey, let me talk to them because I'm I'm a tiefling," and you went, "Okay," and then you talked to them. Well, and there's went, certain this keeps happening in my other game want? too because there's certain dialogues that you have to go up and press talk, but there's certain where you just get close enough and it just kicks it off. Yeah. So it's like, okay, you could talk to them, but let me like walk up so I could get. Oh, I'm talking to them now. Sorry. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that was an accident. And then the way I carried about that conversation was an accident. And then I was like, oops, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Well, I think we're going to get back on track with that group yeah. on Monday because nobody's traveling now. So I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm ready. Everybody's I'm been busy. Um, that's an awesome birthday dinner, though. Yes. I wish you had some wine, but that's okay. Cider's good, too. Yeah. Can I read your topic? Which one? I have, I have a bunch. The, the one <clears throat> that'll take me about five minutes to read <laughs> the title of your topic. Go for it. So I, <sighs> this is my first time reading this. Good. I'm just going to read. Just read out loud. What you wrote. Yep. And for context, some of the things we write are birthday meal. That was the one we just talked about. Um, there's, there's some of the classics like thank you chemistry lab. <laughs> that's a topic. And midnight gospel. That's a topic that mm -hmm. we've had on the list for a long time. So I'm going to read your new one. Okay. <clears throat> terrifying invasion that we thought was peaceful started off as an earthquake that hit as I was in a house elevator going to floor three but then I crawled and hit floor one and as it descended the whole elevator had windows and I saw how far we were moving from the earthquake but then it finally stopped and I looked up and saw something landing nearby and all the cops were driving over there so I booked it for my house which was in pieces so i was frantically looking for my gear to prepare for the worst but after being laughed at about it by my neighbors scientists randomly built a building on my former lot where my house was and told me to help with checking and verifying the structure so after checking outlets with batteries as ordered by the scientists we flashed into a water world whereas we swam dolphins with super sharp serrated rows of fangs ate us as food but then i was chris evans in captivity and being interviewed each week but being paid for each interview because nobody listened and understood the truth they just thought i was fine but no i was trying to warn that they invaded us so we can be food in their own home planet ecosystem so i could survive so even though on the last interview before i woke up i slammed the door open and yelled about why are we doing this and then nobody clearly wants to listen to me or acknowledge anything i've been saying and we are doomed if nobody wants to care and then being told that in order to get paid i have to respect my interviewer what <laughs> are you okay <laughs> so obviously this reads like a nightmare that you had was this a nightmare it was a dream i had okay that's not a dream buddy <laughs> that's a nightmare okay <laughs> i'm sorry my condolences um what do you think that's pretty heavy so it starts on an elevator i was in an elevator that was like a 360 degree circle of windows so i could see everything glass and it was going here's something that happens in all my dreams elevators are violent and brutal <laughs> Why are you laughing at that? That's so specific. <laughs> they're well, let me explain why they're violent and brutal. 
and I don't know if it's a fear of mine, yeah, or if it's something that like for some reason my body just has a reaction to. I'm fine with elevators in real life, but elevators in my dream, they, oh my god, I I already know the feeling when I'm in an elevator in a dream and I go down, yeah, and I hit down in the elevator, the elevator drops, yeah, so it like does free fall, yes, it free falls. But like it like free falls in the sense that it's accelerating. So you're being like you're pushed against the roof. Yes. So okay. I literally get slammed against the ceiling of the elevator and I have to like brace for when it stops and I <laughs> slam into the bottom of it. And die. <laughs> no, I'm fine. But it just like it's I get the feeling of getting like floating and then getting thrown into the ceiling. Yeah. As it as it accelerates down. Or I had one dream actually just recently where I took an elevator. And for some reason, the ele- it was like a building that was a thousand floors up, and I would get in the elevator to go down, and it would go down, and it would speed up. So instead of getting slammed to the ceiling, I would slowly come off the ground because mm. it was going so fast. I would just come off the ground and float, and then I would then eventually get pinned okay. at the top of it. That's less dangerous. I guess, but it's a much longer duration of, of terrifying. Yeah. Um, and then it's the vice versa. When I get in an elevator to go up, the elevator will... I have to brace because it will shoot up so fast. It will three X gravity. Yeah, it will like (laughs) slam me down into the elevator floor. And this is a recurring thing. Every dream. Every dream. Every dream that has an elevator in it. (laughs) I was gonna say every dream has a violent elevator. No, no, no. Every dream that has an elevator in it, the elevator behaves like that. Wow. Yeah. So there's got to be something there. So this well here 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 here. So this dream with this elevator was a glass which never happens yeah and also it was slow okay which never happens so i was going up to only three floors and i was just like bing it was going up and then it started shaking and i went Uh and i said everybody grab a door frame (laughs) i've been through this before well no because i that's what they say and i remember yelling at people in the house like grab a door frame grab a door frame yeah what do you mean that's what they say you grab a door frame Uh, if the elevator's freaking out no if you have if you're in an earthquake Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. So, but so while I was going up, the elevator was shaking, and then the elevator started moving in a circle, gyrating, like gyrating as if it was on like an arm, uh, going off center, and then it kept going wider, like it was getting like like spun and wider, <laughs> but not faster, but just wider as it was going and going and going like a circus ride and then eventually i was like i need to somehow get i need i need this elevator to stop moving so i hit a button and <laughs> the th- stop moving in a circle button on well, every elevator the, has. the elevator quote unquote crashed into the ground in the yard as it was gyrating because it was yard? slowly going down but yeah. then it just settled okay and then i i walked out of it yeah and that's when i saw what looked like almost it looked like if you cut a car if you only had the front seat of a car and the engine and the hood and you cut it right at the wheels. Okay. It looked like that. What did? The sh- the ship that came from the sky. A ship came from the sky. Well, that's what I said. Okay. I uh, crawled and hit floor one as I descended. The whole elevator had windows and I saw how far we were moving in the earthquake, but then it finally stopped. And I looked up and I saw something landing nearby. Yes. It's that. And all the cops were driving yes. over there. I saw all the sirens and all the lights running over there. Because of the they were investigating the the ship landing. And I immediately was thinking, that's not good. <laughs> I was like, that's not good. <laughs> the ship or the fact that the, the cops ship. were coming? The ship. I was like, that's okay. not good. That's not good. Yeah, yeah. And I was just running. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Running away from it. Yeah. I was yeah. like, I got to get my house. Got to get my shit. Got to get out of here. Got to go. Got to go. Um, you were frantically looking for your gear, your go bag. 
yes. and stuff like that. Just get out of here, get uh, out of here, get out of here. To prepare for the worst. But after being laughed about it from your neighbors, everybody said, look, nothing's happening. Flash. I was all of a sudden like, the house is rebuilt. There's scientists and lab coats. And they were like, we need you to help verify yeah, everything. And I went, okay. And they gave me batteries. And I had to go up to outlets and I had to press <laughs> the battery to the outlet. So you're holding like a double A battery. A double A battery. And you're just shoving it against a, I'm just, a wall I'm outlet. Just, like, just, just like... <laughs> Like, 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 yeah, just, just <laughs> placing it against, yeah. and then would something happen? Would it the react? Outlet would, the outlet would go green or red. Okay. And green meant they passed and red means they failed. <laughs> and when the red one failed, I turned and all the scientists looked at me like, oh, and then I was in the water planet. Okay. So that was just a brief interlude. Yes. The, the water planet. The elevator alien people laughing at you, cops. Chapter one. Chapter two, test these batteries or yep. the wall. Not sure which one. <laughs> the red one flashed me to the water plant and the water plant looked like Camino. Stormy, okay. big waves, yeah. all that. Like that is same exact aesthetic. Okay. Camino from Attack of the Clones. Yep. And then when I was there, it did like a it did like a zoom view from the atmosphere. Oh look, it looks like Camino. And then oh look, the water, it's all water. The whole planet's water. And then yeah. we went underwater and right beneath the surface. And you were there. There was a family of people okay four people swimming underwater okay they were somehow uh uh freestyling underwater but they were all swimming <laughs> yeah. and then behind them were dolphins yeah and then as they got closer they were big dolphins yeah like big like big whale dolphins. sized dolphins yes yeah like cruise cool. ship sized dolphins that's freaking me out a yes. little they were huge and then they opened their mouths and it was just just nothing but teeth Ugh. inside and then they ate the people they and, ate the people but not yes. you no, you watch the people get yes. eaten, and then boom, I was Chris Evans. That was chapter three, <laughs> and now you're Chris Evans. Yes, uh, let me catch up. Blah, 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 blah. They ate us as food, but then I was Chris Evans in captivity and being interviewed each week, but getting paid for each session. And I got more upset at each interviewer because nobody listened and understood the truth. They just thought I was fine, but no, I was trying to warn them that they invaded us so we could be food and their own home planet ecosystem. Mm hmm. Was that talking about the dolphins? I was talking about the dolphins and the ship. The ship landed because it was going to be. So they're related. Yes. All these chapters are related. They're all related. Okay. You don't you don't see them together? I don't okay. until just now. They're all together. They're super not. They're all. <laughs> they're not. There's not even a theme <laughs> to me. To me, it's all. Well, I still remember all this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wrote this down so frantically because I was like, I remember. I remember. I remember. <laughs> so I love that we have like your, chapter one of your dream journal here. Yes. Have you have you been like interested in dreams at all or like lucid dreaming or anything like that? No. I super was in high school because I think we've talked. About I was it into lucid the, dreaming in high school. Yes. I, yes. I think we've talked about it on the podcast, but I've had so much weird sleep shit through my life. <laughs> like I've had the night terrors and Ugh. exploding head syndrome. And, oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. And uh, all sorts of other other stuff um but for some reason in high school i was like eh, well, why not experiment with more sleep shit um so i was reading all about lucid dreamings uh, lucid dreams and apparently it's very possible number one keep a sleep journal a dream journal every time you remember something jot it down and you'll start to like become more familiar with what is a dream because like you consciously remember it and then there's something you do where it's it, then they actually reference this in inception the constant or whatever like the top or the dice and something that only you know and blah blah that part was unique to the movie because you don't want someone to steal your constant but there's something you always do something and you look at it and you verify a certain part of something so like some people will say like uh, draw a, a symbol on like the inside of your hand, like draw a, a house shape 
just a very simple pentagon that's shaped like a house and w- randomly throughout the day think Ooh, am I dreaming? Let me check the house on my hand. Oh, nope, that's a house. It's a normal shape. We're good. I'm not dreaming. And you get yourself into the habit of doing it. So it becomes second nature. And you really have to trick your mind into like having like a compulsion to check all the time. Like, am I dreaming? Nope, that's a house. We're good. Am I dreaming? Nope, that's a house. We're good. Multiple times a day. So then randomly in the middle of one of your dreams, when you sense you're writing down all your dreams, you start to notice patterns of what's weird. So when you're in a dream, you'll be like, hey, I don't think I'm supposed to be Chris Evans being interviewed about these dolphins that came down on a spaceship. I wonder if I might be dreaming. Let me check for the house on my hand. That's not a house. I'm dreaming because yeah. <laughs> like for some reason, the way your brain works, that thing that you did that you always verify is like almost never correct. So you look at it and be like, that's a cube. That's not a house. <laughs> like okay. it's close, but it's not the same shape. I'm dreaming. So that's huge step one into lucid dreaming. And then you are aware that you're dreaming, which like unlocks the lucid dream. But that usually makes you conscious enough to snap out of yeah. it and wake up. And then you wake and up. You're like, holy shit, I'm dreaming. You're awake. So then you have to like stay calm. And you're like, I'm dreaming. Let me see if I could hold on to this. And then you could just be like, nope, I'm on Camino and I'm going to fly. And since I'm on Camino, I have uh, Django Fett's booster pack and Obi-Wan's lightsaber. And you could just fucking have fun with your dreams. Yeah. You like unlock that stage of it. But it's very hard to get there. I couldn't even get close. I got close enough in high school. I never did all of that. I was just so, I don't know, cognizant within the dreams that I could I I knew that I was in a dream interesting but, but you I didn't I, get the control I didn't get the control it. but I would know that I was dreaming and I'd be like I am dreaming I am dreaming I am dreaming but I couldn't do anything that I wanted you're to. still along for the ride yes yeah and I was just like no 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 but do this thing no fuck <laughs> <laughs> nope you're being chased by a giant crab yeah yeah <laughs> Um, so anyways, so yes, then I was Chris Evans. Yep. Chris Being Evans specifically weekly, getting paid specifically from civil war, civil war, Chris Evans, classic yep. when, when he's very frustrated. Yeah, that was me. And I was like, well, I want anybody less happy. And um, very jacked. That's one where he held a helicopter. Yeah, right? oh, or is that, that's soldier? when he went for the undergrip. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, oh my God. He was overgrip. And then he went, nope, I need to get more sp- like fucking curls. Sprained his bicep filming that scene. <laughs> oh my God. That's such an iconic yeah fucking ah, <laughs> fucking move. chris pratt takes off his shirt in guardians of the galaxy but can he do this yeah <laughs> um anyways so then i was chris evans uh i was getting interviewed i was getting taken into a like a like a waiting room and then in the waiting room i would then have to go into like a white room and then i'd sit down at a table with somebody and they'd be like so well, like what, like an interrogation room almost yeah kind of, right? like, so what was your experience but then like the one when i get angry I like, I shoved that door open to the waiting room and I was like, why would anybody listen? I'm like, ah, trying to save you. The Sokovia Accords. Yeah. <laughs> trying to save you. Listen. I want to see Chris Evans throwing a fit about the dolphins that came down in the spaceship. And they're like, sir, you won't get paid if you don't respect the interview process. <laughs> and then the end. Then I woke that up. was the end of chapter four. And I woke up. Damn. So you never ended up respecting the interview process. So you learned nothing. (laughs) No, I didn't. That's interesting. So what compelled you to write this down just because you woke up and you remembered it so vividly? I've been just having like not good dreams. Yeah. For we call them nightmares. (laughs) Is this a nightmare in your book? A hundred percent. Really? Like just random weird shit. I'm trying to think of what a dream would be. And I think dreams are just like 
nightmares to me are like scenes. They're like scenes happening. Like there's four very distinct scenes. There's the elevator that lands and then the ship comes down and you run and then your neighbor's like, ha, fucking moron. And then there's, what was the second part? Did it go straight to dolphins? No, I was testing battery walls. And testing the battery walls. <laughs> testing the battery walls. That's scene two. That part's borderline a dream, but it's weird. It probably, it made you feel uncomfortable, I bet. Like, this is weird. This, Why am I testing yes, these yes. walls with it, the batteries? The whole thing made me feel weird. Yeah, like it just, uh, yeah, you're being like watched weird things. And then scene three is the doll. That's fucking horror. <laughs> like, <laughs> terrifying. A giant cruise ship sized dolphins <laughs> with serrated teeth eating a family who's doing freestyle <laughs> underwater and still propelling themselves forward, somehow breaking the laws of physics. Fast, too. Fast. Camino. They were moving fast. I hate when things move faster than they should in dreams. Oh, my God. It's the worst. <laughs> uh, and That's then, what wakes me. I'm sorry. Continue. And then continue. The, the Chris Evans thing being frustrated and nobody's listening to you. They're scenes where, to me, dreams are like shots. They're not full scenes of just, here's a shot of a car in a field like a car is driving through a field in a mountain that's a dream or like a dream where you're on a, sh a shot where you're on the bus listening to an ipod shuffle which you haven't done in 15 years and it but like it's just a shot like there's no scene there's no actions there's no like steps i think every time something happens in one of my dreams it becomes a nightmare because they're fucking weird and they make me feel weird um so you have nightmares all the time not all the time but usually the ones that I remember are like nightmarish. I also, this sucks, but like in the last year or two, all my nightmares have been like in some way work related. Either, oh. I'm, either I'm literally working of like I'm presenting in that real life meeting that I have tomorrow or next week and it's going really badly. And like people are yelling at me for something I did or something like that. So those Jesus. suck. And I'm just like, Fuck. Okay, Captain Anxiety. <laughs> yeah. God damn! Why can't you have normal dreams like me? This fucking <laughs> about the dolphins and the batteries. Dolphins and the batteries, and nobody's listening to you. And yeah, yeah. Why don't you have that? But that—that's how I interpret them. Uh, like the the difference. I mean, I'm sure it's very possible to have a dream where. So for me, nightmares are when I wake. I'm sorry. You you dreams are. I, dreams can be scenes. I just all the ones that I remember. If there's an, a plot, it's a nightmare. <laughs> For me, nightmares are when I wake up and I feel scared. Yeah. That's a nightmare. When I wake up like that, I woke up from that and I just didn't feel good. Yeah. But I didn't feel scared. Yeah. So it didn't, wasn't really a nightmare to me, but it was just so vivid to me. Yeah. Because now all my dreams are vivid. Yeah. That's a vivid dream. For sure. Lots of emotions. <laughs> Very specific. There were lots of emotions that I had in that. Yeah. So because of that, that's why I wrote it down. Do you ever have that thing of like, when, if, if I were to write down, and this weirdly makes me want to start up a dream journal again, see if I could tiptoe back into lucid dreaming, that, that little sleepy time hobby that I had. But there would be, there's this thing about dreams where like I would describe it and it would be like, and I was in the classroom of my sixth grade English teacher, but in the dream, that wasn't the classroom. That was my home. Like that weird thing of like, there's a there's a setting, but the reality of it is different. Mm. Like mm -hmm. the what your brain applies to that thing of like I was I was I was in a park, 
But in reality, that was actually an oasis in the middle of the desert. It wasn't the park that I grew up with, that basketball hoop. It was just a place I found in the desert. But it was like what you're picturing, what you're physically in is that childhood park from two streets away. But the reality of your dream is that it wasn't a park. It was an oasis in a desert or something. Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. Where like you could describe it, but then there's always that weird detail that like can't translate to like, like if you were to try to film this dream, you can't translate. It was my English teacher's classroom, but it wasn't actually, it was my house. But there was no reason it was my house other than that's what my brain said it was. Yeah. There's, there's got to be some weird like German word to describe that. <laughs> they, they have all the best words. If there's, yeah, like it's just, I don't know. I just been have not been having good sleep. That um, sucks. Like I'm still sleeping. It's just, I'm not having like, I don't know, an awesome vibe. Nice sleep. <laughs> yeah. Like I wake up from shit like that. Yeah. That's not good. <laughs> Um, there's that famous nightmare that oh. you and your lady friend told me about that I found fucking hilarious. Guess what happened? Guess what happened in the past week? Oh no! Did the spider come back? Round two. <gasps> Round two with the spider. <laughs> Did you have a similar or same reaction? Yep. Oh no! I wasn't screaming, <laughs> but I woke. I shot the fuck up. I shot the fuck up off the bed and like pushed myself off the bed. Like, I, like, <laughs> shot and, like, pushed myself into a seated position so, so fast. For those who don't know, which is everybody besides you and I. Oh, no, you, we talked about it on the... Really? A long time ago, I think. It was a long time ago, so we'll recap. You uh, recap. You, you and your lady friend told me when we were having our smoothies downstairs before we record, you had had this dream a couple days before I was being told about it, where in your dream, you were laying in your actual bed that you and your lady friend were in but all of a sudden there's just this giant fucking weird spider that was like the size of like a dog or something like that yeah just (laughs) like it was like dropped from the ceiling it was in the ceiling and you saw it and you're like oh shit and then it dropped onto you and started crawling towards you ran ran Ran. it didn't crawl it It ran. ran up ran in like a spider way or like a human way like it galloped at you or something like, imagine the girl from the ring yeah, running yeah. at you that's what oh, it was fuck. and then you woke up from this dream screaming and tackling your partner to protect her which is how she woke up she woke up to you just being on top of her going ah! I laugh because it's fucking horrible. It's probably one of the worst things that's ever happened to her. Primal screaming. Primal screaming. Primal in like that fear, but try to be intimidating to a bear in the woods. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I could replicate it. I don't think I could replicate it. It was, I've always wondered how I would sound screaming as as if I was going to die. And now I know. You and your girlfriend know. It's just this guttural. Oh my god! Primal. It's the scream you hear of a man getting killed in the woods. Oh my god! <laughs> and like I, you had a bad dream, and that sucks. You That's woke a, up to a nightmare, that was a screaming, terrifying, dream. and you were scary. But like then you woke up and you came to the realization that that was a dream. Yeah, your poor girlfriend <laughs> had no <laughs> she, she was an innocent bystander. <laughs> 
And she was fucking collateral. I, I feel so bad laughing so hard. But like when you two were telling it to me, she had like tears in her eyes re- recalling the event. Uh, it was the worst part was I screamed in the dream and I woke up screaming. So I didn't know the difference. Your first second of consciousness. Because the state was the same. I was scrambling and screaming in the dream. And both. And I fucking woke up scrambling and screaming. So there was, was a, a blurry transition. There was a split second. That's why I moved. I didn't know if it was a dream. Because it felt so. That's why you, had, you like jumped on her to protect her. Yeah, I like I I think I like went to like shove her. Like get out of the get out of the way of danger. Like Oh my god. I was just like I would have left you if I was the person in that bed. Just I can't I can't risk this ever happening again. Oh my god. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Screamed and threw you out of the bed at two in the morning. <laughs> just horrible, it was like, terrible. I was just, so, I can't. I've never done that my entire life. Entire life, I've never woken up like that. And then it happened. I've, I've like jolted out of bed. Of like I've something jolted. was happening. I'm like, Ugh. but like never <laughs> scream. <laughs> tackling people that's horrible so anyway now that we're all caught up round two round two same spider round two. different okay different <laughs> so like a cousin of the, yeah. of the spider so it was okay uh i oh. was in a house yeah it was complete darkness no lights on inside no lights on outside i couldn't see anything i was fully clothed i was almost like trying to like make sure the windows were closed yeah and i went to one of the windows and uh, I can't see in or out, so I can I can't even see really a reflection. But you know oh, how like at that's night, a horror movie right there. <laughs> Let me finish. But you know like how at night when it's completely dark when you have no lights on, you can still kind of see shapes. Yeah, and you can kind of feel your area yeah. because you're it's you're you're understanding the space around you. Yeah. I I I was going up to this window and I was reaching up to close it and I to check that it was closed and I and I like something was off and I was like. You sensed something. I sensed something was oh. off, and I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> and I couldn't hear anything moving. And I was like, okay. And then I like heard like thuds, and I went, oh, shit. And I went to, like, I fumbled, and I went to close it. And as I was closing, the shape appeared on the window itself, <laughs> and it was like the size of half the window. Yeah. And it, like, I was closing it, and this window was just this weird window where uh, it was like a door. Yeah. Was but it like, one of the the windy ones that you have to... It was a lever. Oh, okay. And it was like the screen, but there was an opening on the far right of the screen. Yep. And it, I, I saw the shape fucking go onto the window. And like, I like the inside of yes. the window. So you're closing it into yes. you. <laughs> and then I before I could stop, all of a sudden, like a flashlight came from behind. So there was light <laughs> to illuminate what the object was. <laughs> yes. and it, Convenient. And it came like over my shoulder, so it wasn't even fully illuminated. Yeah. Just parts of it. Oh. And I saw that it was a, like a fucking spider. <laughs> and it was, and then it fucking, it didn't crawl. 
it leaped yep. through the slot on the right, <laughs> right into me. And I shot, I, 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 sh I legit, I was sleeping on my side and I didn't know I, my arm, my left arm, I was sleeping like on my left side. I didn't know my left arm could do this. I somehow fully extended from the elbow. I like was laying down and then I was just, whoa, just straight up, just fucking undertake. You're laying, doom, undertake. you're laying on your left arm and it extended. And I fucking so quickly full extended that your left arm punched you out of bed. Yes, I punched myself into a seated position and my right hand went up and I went, oh, and I didn't scream, but I was like, oh, okay. And I woke her up and she was doing that. Yeah. And she went, are you okay? And I went, yep, I'm okay. I'm okay. It was just a nightmare. And then I just went back to sleep. Fuck, dude. I think it was the same night of that dream. And then I went oh, back wow. to sleep and I had that dream. <laughs> I mean, over that, that's an upgrade. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll ask her when we leave about that one. Um, Monsters <laughs> in dreams are the fucking worst. Because it's just, you're going to die. You can't kill them. <laughs> like, there's that, like, the, the the dream truth. Ooh, that's the word. That's what I'm going to call it. Dream truth. The dream okay. truth of, Ooh. I'm in my sixth grade English class, but it's my home, is the dream truth of the setting. The dream truth of if there's a monster is inevitability that you are going to be killed by this monster. Yeah. It's, you are, you're running away, but you know you're not going to win. I haven't even been able to run away. <laughs> They fucking get me every time. <laughs> They're so fucking stealthy. They're so fast. I think that's a. <laughs> They're think, on me. I think that might be you think. There's like little things I've noticed about you. You told this story one time of when you lived with your parents. You like heard something outside and you like ducked under the windows to like <laughs> see what was outside. And you like shut off the lights yeah. so people can't see in, but you could see out. And it's like, I, I think you're a little bit more aware that something can be happening without you knowing about it and at any point the attacker can jump out and attack and i think that's what's happening in your dreams is the attacker my one. paranoia is just fucking i'm it, captain paranoia it's your captain that, anxiety that specific type of paranoia i i think yours is more paranoia mine is more anxiety <laughs> um but yeah damn that sucks your dreams suck. I've been having a lot of them too. Like yeah. not not so much the jump scare ones, but like the one the long one we just went over. Creepy, makes you feel weird. Just like, creepy, out of control, destruction, violence, the nonsensical. Kind of yeah, nonsensical, just chaos. I mean, you could extrapolate some feelings some of like <laughs> of your day of like what you're experiencing and reading about in the news of like chris evans being like i am telling you the dolphins are here they came from outer space and no one is caring about it like that's the plot of don't look up <laughs> like, <laughs> like we know what that one's about yeah true the battery testing on the wall not so sure that's an interesting detail i don't know what that just i i honestly i I don't mind the dreams that are just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, God, press these batteries against the wall. <laughs> um, my, like, scariest one ever. I've told you about my night terror with the Google. Pick a number between one and Google. No. Oh. This... I know you had night terrors, but you never told me about one and Google. So this is the famous one that my whole fucking family quotes to me all the time. Okay. <laughs> because a night terror, for those who don't know, is a combination of a nightmare and sleepwalking. You are essentially conscious. You're semi-conscious. You could walk around. You could open your eyes. You could 
observe the world that you're in. You could communicate with people. People can talk to you. You could talk back. But in your head, you're in a different reality. Like you're awake, but you're also experiencing the dream truth. Does your fiance know that you've had these? Yes. I have not had one since we've been together. It's actually been quite a while. Thank God. Since I've had one of these. Because like, but she knows that like, hey, she's she's ready for it. By the way, if it ever seems like I'm sleepwalking and having a nightmare at the same time, probably am because i've had many just wake me up yeah oh no 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 that's rule number one never wake up a sleepwalker i don't know why why i don't know there's this thing of like you can't do that i don't know it's like it's bad for their psyche or they could hurt themselves or others what they joke about it in stepbrothers when the when brennan and when both of them sleepwalk and they're like rummaging with their christmas presents or something and uh, the dad is like, I'm going to wake him up. And the mom is like, no, you can't ever wake a sleepwalker. And he does. <laughs> and they just freak out and throw him down the stairs. I don't think that's, <laughs> I don't think that's, I don't think that's what happens. <laughs> they just go absolutely gorilla on this guy. <laughs> you don't remember that? Yeah, and he has to go to the hospital because he woke up the sleepwalkers. <laughs> I'll I'll show it to you after oh this. Or, or remind me to pull that up. Step- I want to no no no. Is that so? Like, so my that night- can't be true. That can't be true. Don't the, wake a sleepwalker. I've always heard that was a thing. I've honestly never looked into it. So maybe we will after we record. But I've always just heard don't wake a sleepwalker. And my aunt, who was present for this Google dream, the night terror, (laughs) knew that rule. So she just played along and just played. She knew she was in a nightmare. (laughs) She was in my nightmare and just knew she had a role to play and thankfully played it. Um, So quick backstory for this night terror. I was staying with my um, sister, my aunt, my cousin. And my grandma at my grandma's house on this place called Fisher's Island, which is this island below Connecticut above Long Island Sound, in the Long Island Sound. Um, And I had a really bad cough. So my aunt, bless her heart, gave me some of her prescription cough medicine that had codeine in it. Oh, baby, the good stuff. (laughs) The good stuff. And then it knocked me out. So I went to bed at like 9 p.m. Everybody was still having a good time. Woke up at like 9.45. (laughs) So I was like asleep and then already dreaming at like 9.45 again good stuff um, good. and i had woken up and i my, immediately like with night terrors the dream starts when your eyes open uh so like that's when it started uh and the i was in the place i was in that room the guest room that i was sleeping in in the house at fisher's island but the dream truth was that i was panicking about the assignment that i had to do for my english teacher and the assignment was to pick a number between one and google and you know what the number Google is? It's one with a hundred zeros after it. So it's a fucking huge number. <laughs> Pick a number between one and Google, and that is your assignment. And you will be graded on the quality of the number that you pick. <clears throat> First of all, fucking what? <laughs> okay. So honestly, I've always wanted to like complete this assignment of like, what's the most interesting number you could pick between one and Google? Because that's a lot of digits to work with. And you need to make sure that it's very interesting. You could do like the first hundred numbers of pi. It could be way more interesting than that. But anyway, I was freaking out about this because I was like, how that's such a big number. That's so many options. That's crazy. I don't know what I'm going to do about this. I'm freaking out. So I don't really know how my aunt and my cousin and my sister got involved. 
I think they were getting ready for bed. So they were like upstairs, like going to their guest rooms and stuff like that. And I just started walking around like a zombie. And they're like, are you okay? You you look off. <laughs> like, what's are, is everything okay, Chris? And I was like, uh, I, gotta, I don't know. I don't know what number to pick. And they're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I was freaking out about that. And they were asking me some questions about it. Um, and then I think it was my sister or maybe my aunt being like, Oh, I think Christopher's sleepwalking. <laughs> like uh, this isn't this isn't good. Let's everybody just be calm. Just uh, why don't you why don't you kids just go go into your room? I'll handle this. And then I remember they were kind of they thought it was kind of funny, which it probably was because I was just a eighteen year old dude in my boxer just walking <clears throat> around moaning like a zombie about a number. Uh, and then I was really upset in my dream that they weren't taking me seriously. Uh, my aunt offered me a cup of water from the bathroom so that she gave me a little paper Dixie cup of water. So to prove how serious I was, I like housed the cup of water and then crushed it to show my strength and I threw it in the trash can. <laughs> I distinctly remember that part. They don't because it was definitely more of an event in my head than what they saw. Um, but then I was having like a full-blown panic attack. So I got down on all fours and I was like rocking back and forth, moaning. And I kept repeating the line, this is such a daunting task. <laughs> and that's the quote. Anytime one of them hears the word daunting, they always just like, like if they see it in a TV show, they'll rewind, put on the subtitles, take a photo and send it to me. Like daunting task. <laughs> um, so my aunt was trying to get to the bottom of the situation. Okay, it's his English teacher. There's something about a number. He has to pick a number. Uh, and she's like, can I help you pick the number? What? It, maybe I could talk to your English teacher. Like she was throwing out all these ideas to try to help me in my dream reality. And I was like, yeah, let's, let's talk to her. And she's like, okay, how do we talk to her? <laughs> and I said, I think she's downstairs. So I knew my grandma was sleeping on the couch downstairs. And in my dream truth, that was my English teacher. <laughs> she was just right downstairs sleeping on the couch. And my grandma's old at the time. So my, uh, my aunt was like, oh boy, <laughs> we're bringing grandma into this. Great. So she walks downstairs and she's like, Christopher, why don't you stay here? Uh, and then she called my cousin over. Why don't you just keep an eye on Christopher right here? I'm going to go talk to her. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> signifying to my cousin grandma but to me English teacher uh, and I heard her go around and she's like hey um, please just act normal Christopher's having some sort of like dream but he's like sleepwalking and we shouldn't wake him up um, but, and he wants to talk to you he thinks you're his English teacher and he's going to say a bunch of stuff about a number please just play it cool my grandma's like what yeah. what are you talking about <laughs> just wake him up he's sleeping but he's down here did he fall asleep down here and doing all this thing and that's when I woke up and I was standing there and my cousin was like right next to me and I like looked over at her and like all of a sudden I was still in the exact same place, but the dream truth just disappeared. Like I wasn't dreaming anymore. And I just thought, I said out loud, I was like, um, this is weird. I'm awake now. I think I just had a bad dream. I don't know what that was. I'm going to go back to bed. And then my aunt was like, are you okay? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I don't think I should have taken that medicine. And I went back to bed and then I was fine. For so you were waking up. You were woken up. By I just woke up. I wasn't like w woken up. I just snapped out of it. And then I had another 
uh, night terror that was at home and my dad did not know I was having a night terror and I there was some detail where I needed to go outside to handle something and he said okay take out the dog while you go outside <laughs> <laughs> so he like took advantage of me having this night terror it's like oh I was about to go to bed and take the dog out but since you're going outside I don't know what you're on about but take the dog out if you're gonna go outside so I was outside wearing slippers and just underwear <laughs> taking the dog out and I was freaking out and I woke up there holding the dog and the dog was like looking at me like, bro, what the fuck is going on? You, you're acting weird. And I remember waking up being like, what the fuck, dad? I was having a night terror. You made me take the dog out. I went back in and like yelled at him. And I was like, I was having a dream. And he was like, you were talking to me, bud. You were not having a dream. So my dad isn't on board with the night terrors being a reality. Um, and then this is a creepy one. I had one when I was like five maybe okay. and i was in in my old house five yeah uh and this is this one always stuck with me and i never told anybody about it because i didn't even know what it was that i could communicate to people i woke up and and i was in my bedroom and my parents were sleeping in their bedroom and i knew that something was wrong with them and i needed to go see if the bad thing had happened to them and i needed to go confirm with my own eyes if the bad thing had happened so i remember walking out of my room and i was like very zombie like and i walked and i didn't even look at them i just walked into their room walked left walked right turned around and i was at the foot of their bed yep it happened i was looking at both of my parents and they were literal like human-sized shipping containers that like you would see stacked up on like a cargo ship they were just shipping containers i was like well fuck i missed it and then I woke up and I, then I saw my parents. I'm like, hmm, I'm five and I don't know what to do about this information. So I went back to bed and I never told anybody about it until I started having the other ones as like an adult. The codeine kicked it back in. So maybe when I was at five, I like had a cold and they gave me some like strong medicine and that just doesn't react well with me. But anyway, what were you talking about? Those ba- are <laughs> incredible experiences and terrifying. Yeah. And if you were sleepwalking, I would wake you the fuck up. I want to look that up now. Like, I think it, I can think someone just splash wife's... water in my face and yeah, slap I think me it's a couple an old times? Wife's tale. Yeah, I don't know, but like maybe in the dream, like maybe that wouldn't snap me out of it because like I am awake. For what if intense... Inception was real? And if like you did that <laughs> shit, you went to a different layer. I went to limbo. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. But like, what That'd if? So it's all the dream truth. So what if like I'm awake and then all of a sudden. <laughs> This person, I don't know who my aunt was like, playing in this dream. Like what if you thought I was a monster and you grabbed a knife? Exactly. Like Bro, I'm kicking you in the slapping chest. me and splashing water on me wouldn't wake me up. It would just be like, ah, now there's this person slapping me. I need to kill them now. I would kick you in the chest so hard. <laughs> so fucking hard. <laughs> Knock the wind out of me. <laughs> yeah, just fucking right in the sternum. Uh, just heel first. Bah! Just fuck. <laughs> Well, thank you very much. Hard front kick. This is a creepy episode we just made, huh? It's 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 this is our Halloween this episode. Is our, this is a Halloween like episode. It's it's very fitting. It's yeah. a scary episode. It's a creepy episode. Yeah. I mean, I can talk about nightmares, but all none of my nightmares. That's the, the that's the part that's weird to me. I've never woken up to, from a nightmare like this, like mm. I have in the past year. Yeah, twice now. It's it's a new thing. It's new, and I don't know what the fuck it is. Yeah. Right, like other than uh, maybe I'm just getting old and my brain's falling apart, but it's just I, I don't <laughs> you got all those holes in your brain. Yeah, now. I have no other reason. I have no other explanation for yeah. it. Yeah, um, I mean, you could talk to someone about it. There well, are special like like sleep therapists. Is that what you did? Uh, no, <laughs> I just thought that's. I did the classic me thing of like, well, that's weird. Hopefully, it stops. 
like my knee clicks a lot. Hopefully that goes away or doesn't get worse. Jesus. Um, and then it has stopped. And then I had that exploding head syndrome that one time. That was one and a half times. Yeah. Yeah, man. You, uh, I got some weird sleep well, shit. I'm gl- yeah, but I'm glad you're physically okay. Cause you got all that verified. Yeah. So that's good. I went to all the doctors. <laughs> yeah. So that's good. But just, yeah, the sleep stuff is so, uh, it's weird how hard it is. How hard it is? Yeah. Yeah. Just have good sleep. Yeah. Why? It's so hard for us. Yeah. I mean, there's there's things you could do. Like, you can oh, try yeah, to... Blue lights and no screens. And no screens for like and, an hour and no yeah. exercise for two hours and no yeah. food for three hours. I think that's the rule. Yeah. The one, two, three. Uh, drink plenty of water. Try to meditate as you go to sleep. And make sure you're comfortable. Not too hot, not too cold. See, I can actually fall asleep fairly quickly. Do you, when you go to bed, are you like on your phone until your like eyes are getting heavy or like, do you go, okay, sleep now. And you just lay there until you fall asleep like a vampire. Sleep now. Um, it depends. There's, there are times I go, I, it's more the minority, but there are times that I was like, oh, I'm so, I'm so tired. I go to bed and put, put everything on the charger, mm. just get cozy. And then it's like, okay, breathe deep and we're going to go out. Okay. Sleep time now. <laughs> Um, yeah, you want to know what the secret is to sleeping? I think I've said this before in the episode, uh, on the podcast. Um, the secret to sleeping is very simple. Yeah. It is you breathe the way you breathe when you sleep, which is long and slow. Ooh, yeah. So if you just lay there and you just, you don't have to meditate or think anything. If you just start going, you start inhaling, like I, I, I nose breathe all the time. So you just inhale through your nose, slow, Hold for a second, then you exhale slow through your nose, and you just keep doing that. And that's because in high school, when I would try to fall asleep, I I would catch myself falling asleep, and I would realize the pattern of my breathing. So I just started mimicking that. Mm. And when you mimic that, it like kind of fake, like fools your body into like, oh, yeah. we're sleepy now. Yeah. And the next thing you know, oh, we're doing like, the sleep breathe, and then I'm out. Yeah. So I can I can knock out in like under 15 minutes. Interesting. Yeah. For me, it's my pose. When I get into my sleep position, which is very specific. Which one? Don't you have like a bunch that fuck up your back? <laughs> well, they that's my secret cat. They, <laughs> they all fuck up my back. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's pillow. I, I sleep kind of on my stomach slash side, uh, my right side. It's on my stomach leaning towards my right side. Uh, pillow under my right armpit. Pillow above my right arm in between my ear and my arm. So I do the two pillows. One oh, fiance my probably arm. loves this position. Why? I'm joking. Okay. <laughs> well, I knew you were joking, but why are you being sarcastic about <laughs> that? Because you're already taking two pillows. Keep going. Oh, we each have two pillows. It's cool. Oh, okay. Um, and I have a body pillow. Wait for it. It's coming up. Okay. And then uh, my, my right leg straight down, my left leg up. So I'm doing like a four symbol. So my, my, my left leg is all the way as high. This is why you have loose hips. Cause you fall yeah, asleep baby. with a hip opener. Um, with a hip opener. <laughs> uh, and then my, my left leg is on my body pillow. My body mm-hmm. pillow runs perpendicular to me, uh, par- parallel to me, not perpendicular. <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah. And then I kind of, so like, my head is on that pillow that's on top of my arm, but then the body pillow also slips on top of that pillow. So like my my mouth and nose is kind of on the body pillow too. So it goes from like my nose down under my leg as the body pillow. So like I have this nice little like I I, I nuzzle myself <laughs> into this like pillow wall. Um, okay. 
I sleep really well on couches because that back pa- that back wall of the couch, I just fucking cram myself into there. I like being really snug yeah, and like, like stable. Wedged. Into it. wedged. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god, I love a good wedge. Yeah, good wedge. Um, yeah. When we get our house, I've talked, I've like requested, like, I know it makes sense to put the bed like headboard against the wall, but I would like to be my side against the wall so I can just wedge myself against the wall. But then you have to like crawl over her. No, I could just slither down off the foot. (laughs) I, um, you know, you'll, you'll laugh at this. I sleep on my back and I have my pillows ascending, descending, just layered. Okay. Like crossed over. So one pillow's down. Yeah. I don't do them side by side. I do one over the other, half and half. Oh. So there's like a little raised area yeah, yeah, in yeah. the middle. Where they where the Venn diagram of the pillows. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The Venn diagram circle. Yeah. And I try to keep my body from the hip down straight. And then I will serpentine from the hip up <laughs> over like this. What the hell? And then I will try to turn my head into... <gasps> the venn diagram that cannot be right here's the thing here's the thing i started realizing like oh if i keep doing this i'm setting my body's getting set up wrong so now i'm forcing myself to angle to the right you're trying to offset it and and i have been and i put my head turning into the venn diagram from the left and that helps also my right hip used to used to click uh, Mm. and be difficult to open i forced myself I would do exercises falling asleep of forcing my right hip open. Yeah. So my left my left leg could just w- like swing open. Yeah. Like a door. Um f- like from like with my knee. Yeah. Uh being the the part that swings open. Yeah. And I never could do it fully on the right. Mm. And I was just like that's not good. I should be able to do this uh symmetrically. So I or asymmetrically. So I started forcing my right leg out and it hurt a lot for a long time. But guess what? Doesn't hurt anymore. All right. So you you basically use the eight hours you're sleeping to very slowly stretch. Oh, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Maybe being in pain all night has to do with these (laughs) nightmares. (laughs) There's so many little things that affect... Dude, so I got I got this new watch that has like triple the battery life. So I'm like, I'm gonna wear it to bed. I've always gonna wanted have it. to try mine at night. Yeah, it, and it's actually giving me pretty good data. And it's okay. like you wake up at the same time every night, uh, and it's always I fall asleep with the TV on, and I always wake <clears> up like two hours later, just enough to be like, uh, bright light, turn off, and then I fully go to bed. And it's always it keeps showing that on the watch. And then like I wake up like two hours before I normally I wake up, wake up. Um, so it's giving me pretty good data, but, uh, (laughs) it has this button on the side that if you hold, I'm going to do it into the microphone. It's going to be loud. Hold on. It beeps. It makes that noise. I woke up to that the other day because I woke up, my hands were like close to each other and my finger apparently was pressing it and it like vibrates two times before it makes that noise. And like, I didn't wake up enough to be like, what's going on? Because also if you set alarms on your phone and you're wearing your watch to bed, it do- the alarm doesn't go off. It just vibrates. It vibrates watch, on the phone, yeah. which is great. So it doesn't wake up my partner. Oh, that helps. It yeah. just vibrates on my watch. And then I just silently get out of bed. Uh, and she thinks it's a magic trick. <laughs> she doesn't even wake up. But <laughs> I did wake both of us up to just whoop. <laughs> and I was like, ah. and luckily I took my finger off immediately, like just out of shock. So I didn't call 911 in the yeah. middle of the night. Um, yeah, that's the one downside, I guess, to wearing a watch to bed. You might accidentally call 911 in the middle of the night. I'm so curious to what it would say for me sleeping. How long does it take to get like accurate results? How many um, times? One night. 
Really? I mean, it gives you the exact results of how you slept that night. Um, is, but it that, in, is it in the health app? It's in the health app, yeah. Okay. But then it, it finds trends. Um, there are also, like, there's apps that you can do. If you have your phone next to you while you sleep, uh, you could, like, open a sleep app and then just lock your phone, and it just runs all night while it's charging, and it listens to your breathing, and it, it could tell by your breathing what stage of sleep you're in. That's insane. And uh, supposedly they're pretty accurate. And then there's that thing you could just, like, slap it on your bed. It's like this... Uh, flexible bar that just goes across like where you like your abs are when you sleep. I've seen those. Yeah. I've seen those. Yeah. They, yeah, <laughs> they sell them at technology stores is <laughs> what I'll say there. But yeah, yeah. Sleep is weird, man. It's uh, and then there's the, what is it? The whoop ring? Wake em. No whoop. Whoop. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Whoop. Uh, w H O O P. I think whoop. Is it like a ring you wear? It's the ring. No, that's the aura ring. The aura ring, A-U-R-A is what you wear Yeah. Um, for sleep. And then there's the whoop ring. But the whoop ring is, is like a, a subscription service. And it's uh, like, fuck that. Yeah. I have an Apple Watch. Yeah, I'll just, just slap on an Apple Watch. I'll just charge it late and then try to wear it one night. Yeah. Um, so yeah, what I do now is um, uh-uh. uh, this one does fast charging. So it charges from like 50 to 100 in like 15 minutes. And I've never gotten it below 50 since I've gotten it. So I wake up, I slap it on the charger and I go shower and it's fully charged by the time I get up. So that's pretty nice. And then if I forget to do that, it still has more than 50%. So I get through the whole next day without it. Um, So yeah. Anyway, sleep is weird. Sleep is weird. We hope you all don't have nightmares. (laughs) Happy Halloween. Happy (laughs) Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. We got some uh, fun stuff to talk about next episode that I meant to talk about this episode, but you know nightmares nightmares dreams Dreams, inception i've been watching some i watched a a new movie and i've watched a new tv show i don't think you'll watch either one so i just want to tell you about them i I, I will i think maybe i will what maybe i'll watch them whatever these are i don't even know i didn't look at notes okay i we'll see what i i want to make sure i want to lock in that we're going to talk about these next week so i'm going to say the name of both of them now okay I went to see the Taylor Swift Eras Tour movie <laughs> okay. with my fiance and my sister. So I want to talk about that. Okay. <clears throat> and then I watched the hottest new show on Max, formerly known as HBO Max, called Naked Attraction. Have you heard of this? Oh, Don't I'm going to tell else. you about it. Don't tell me anything else. We'll talk next week. Okay, we'll talk next week then. Okay. Next week, Eras Tour movie and Naked Attraction. <laughs> Tune Get in. Get ready. Uh, yeah. So, uh, if you like this creepy episode, uh, which I'm sure none of you did, uh, please rate us highly on iTunes or whatever. If you didn't like it, don't tell us about it. Just, just share this episode with one of your friends as a prank, as a spooky Halloween prank. Send this to, uh, send this to your friend that you like the least and have them listen to this torture. Give them night terrors. Yeah. And we will, uh, we will see you next week. Like, okay, Bye, goodbye. everybody. Sleep well. Sleep well. <laughs>